Welcome to the Wounded Healers podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Amy. And I'm Janessa. We are two women who were diagnosed with autoimmune diseases in our early 20s. We were lucky enough to find each other and find community And it's something that we want to bring to anyone else who may be in a similar place. Hey, Amy. Hi, Janessa. Have you been? I've been really well, thank you. So today's um, topic is on personal style. And I actually requested this topic because I feel like there is some kind of energetics that come with meeting someone who's comfortable in their own skin and comfortable in what they're wearing. And that comfortability is almost an extension of the inner work they're doing with themselves too and how they're reflecting that. So I noticed that with you, Amy, and I was like, all right, I'm struggling on my style. I'm, I'm coming into more of my authenticity and I just want to hear some of your your secrets or your know-how give us the skinny so <laughs> so that's what today's episode is about so yeah I love it um yeah I'm so excited to kind of share my thoughts on um fashion and what personal style can mean to a person just want to like quickly say I have no um qualification in fashion I never like I never studied it or anything um but it is definitely something that's been like a solid interest of mine since my like teens I would say um and something that I definitely clung on to in the early days of my diagnosis um it's funny because um Janessa sent me some questions prior to this and one of them was something along the lines of um is there a time in your life where your personal style didn't reflect like who you wanted to be or who you were trying to be and I was kind of looking back at photos of myself and even at the times of when I was feeling really really awful I never really let myself get into like the trackies every day and and not caring about my appearance I really clung on to still trying to present myself like a bit like a like a life raft um so yeah, I thought I just thought that it was really interesting that it's obviously super important to me and it was a really important tool during a really hard time as well. So there may be other people out there who um, feel the same. And I've had a few kind of interactions with girls um, on Rheumatoid Girls. One particularly um, sticks in my mind where a girl like sent me a picture of her outfit and she was wearing like a similar color to something that I had worn. And she was like, it's my injection day and I'm like wearing my Amy outfit to make me feel like brave or whatever. And I was like, wow, that's so, yeah, I know, like that's so touching, but also um, it's so cool that someone shares that kind of clothing, making her feel empowered in a similar way to me. So yeah, um, some people can call these things shallow and stuff and I respect that. Um, but I do think the meaning of what you wear does transcend literally just the garment and it can mean so much more. So yeah, hopefully this topic should be good fun and interesting. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that because when you, okay, again, new UK jargon for me, trackies. Um, are these like, <laughs> are these like sweatpants? <laughs> are you in like 
like um yeah pajamas. okay yeah that's what you would call them sweatpants yeah okay we call them um track suit <laughs> track track suit bottoms is would be like oh. a kind of I mean because we obviously don't have pants or pants here doesn't mean trousers right so um yeah anyway trackies that's what trackies are I bet there's going to be so much of that in this episode I'm so excited for that I'm like yes <laughs> um well I will have to say guilty on the trackies because the whole like first two years of my diagnosis I let myself just go really downhill with my style I was just in a lot of pain and just like couldn't even get my shit together but part of me wishes that in hindsight I could have had that life raft like you're saying like something because there is something about getting up and getting ready and when you like the way you look that day it's almost like it changes your perception of how the day could go it really like adds Mm. to it so I love that yeah I feel like it can be a really powerful like mind always playing a mind game with yourself and being like I'm I'm hot to trot (laughs) and then like (laughs) and um yeah I swear it can kind of trick your body into thinking that as well you know so Amy you answered this a bit in the intro but one of my questions for you today is was there a time when you felt your style wasn't in alignment with who you wanted to be and I was wondering if you could elaborate on that just like a little bit more. Mm. Yeah. So I do, I feel like this is like an an ongoing cycle, right? So broadly across the time periods, I've always utilized fashion as like a, a way to be strong. Um, but it is what it is also can be a reflection of my inner world so it kind of like ebbs and flows with the cycles of life um so there will definitely be times there will be days where I'm like ugh, don't want to do anything I don't want to um, don't want to dress up and I will wear my trackies as we said earlier <laughs> um and I think that's I think that's a really a normal um part of life um But something that is worth noting is that when I was younger, I used to consume fast fashion in a way that I don't now and not, um, I still buy cheap clothes, but I make them last. Like I don't buy cheap micro trend kind of clothes. Like I'll, I'll shop from H&M, but I'll, I'll buy something like more classic and try and make it last. Um, because I have a real theory on, what you're like putting out there in the world and what you're supporting can really reflect your inner world and how you feel. And you might not realize at the time, but when you're constantly buying new cheap clothing and wearing it once or twice and throwing it away, that can actually have a real impact on your mental health and your soul without you really being conscious of it. Like opening up your wardrobe and being overwhelmed by choices is not I don't think is very good for your mind but equally feeling guilt even subconscious guilt when you look at those clothes um I also think can have a negative impact on you so if you're in personal development work and um you're trying to think about what who who you are and how you can be the best version of yourself I would definitely recommend trying to limit your consumption of fast fashion because 
this isn't an activism activism episode but it is destroying the earth like it's Mm -hmm. it's up there with polluting and using unnecessary virgin materials and exploiting people it's really awful and they don't they don't tell you tell us about it enough so yeah I think that's just an interesting point to note if you're if you're looking to feel better and do better your clothes are a really easy place to start I love that yeah it can definitely be like you said a reflection of what's going on on the inside for you if that's how you utilize fashion and for people like me that gives me so much hope because for a long time and for you know three years now I've worn things that in the moment it's more like a fast fashion mindset like Mm -hmm. it's I don't know in the U.S. it's kind of big like thrifting is big here so like I'll go to thrift shops I'll find something I really like and then I'll put it on I'll feel really fierce and then I put it on Mm -hmm. like with some other outfit at home and I leave and I see myself at work and I go ah no like it just is not the way I wanted to reflect myself that day so like that gives me hope Mm. though just like I love to hear the success of how (laughs) stuff can go um, yeah. yeah I think it's also uh, as as fun as it is you also shouldn't put too much weight into what into what you wear right so in mm-hmm. an example like that if you do end up out and you see yourself and you're like ugh I look awful try not to <laughs> try not to <laughs> let that ruin your day at the same time because ultimately mm-hmm. how you look is the least important thing about you that's very true very true um, so I have I have more questions for you. Mm-hmm. So another question I have is, do you feel like what you wear currently is in alignment with who you are and who you're becoming? Yeah, I, I do think that. I think, again, kind of within that fast fashion um, thing, kind of moving away from all of those quick trends and stuff and, and finding more of something that's like, reflects an identity for me has helped um towards that and I also I think that all of the kind of work I did as a consequence of having RA and getting to know myself better has built a lot of confidence in me and therefore I'm more confident in what I'm wearing um yeah kind of as I said earlier you can definitely use your clothing as a tool for personal development and bringing yourself into who you want to be who you aspire to be and um, it's a really easy first step into making you feel on that path um and I think if in your wardrobe you can have pieces that make you really feel good whether it's like something that fits you perfectly or if you knew it was good quality when you bought it or it's a fabric that really appeals to you all of those kind of things can make you feel like you're in alignment with who you want to be. So an example, I have a leather jacket that I love and I, I feel it's just like putting on the the most confident, sexy, like cool version of me. Um, so yeah, I think having pieces like that can really can really help. Mm-hmm. I actually think I know that leather jacket. I think you wore it at the retreat in Malibu. It, and yeah. It, Amy looked amazing in it. Damn. All right. I know that leather jacket. <laughs> the sweet. 
<laughs> I know I, I did take it to Malibu um and yeah so you know what I mean like the yeah you know exactly what I mean when I say like when I put it on it just feels like me and I feel like the best version of me because you've seen it in action so yeah I think finding those (laughs) finding those pieces is is really fun that's awesome and that gives kind of an excitement to looking for an item of clothing that really reflects you when you're in the store Mm -hmm. instead of you know just kind of mindlessly going through and trying to hop on the trends really looking for yourself and what you're looking at well I well I wanted to ask you so with so my biggest thing is like when I feel like crap and I do not feel motivated like getting Mm -hmm. ready is hard for me and I need all the inspiration I can get so my question is what what motivates you to get ready when you don't feel well yeah um yeah I mean we I we I can understand that and I think everyone feels like that at times um what motivates me to to continue to do it I think is I believe and I'm sure this is like a red flag for any any like (laughs) therapist listening but um so I believe that looking bad makes me feel worse Mm -hmm. like and it's probably it's probably very mentally wrong of me but if I look at myself and I don't like what I look like it it perpetuates a bad mood for me um and I, I just feel like, why would I perpetuate that when I have the option to change it? Um, and I, again, it's probably, it probably is putting too much weight in my appearance and what I look like, but I know I'm going to feel better if I, if I put the effort in and look better and that's enough to motivate me, I think. Um, and yeah, it's like, it really is kind of like, like I said earlier, it's like, I do feel like I'm like tricking my body into getting on with the day. And I'm also pretty sure there's been times where I've been feeling really awful and in pain, but I've needed to go somewhere and I've put on something really great and like really fun and powerful and it, I don't know whether it just makes me forget about the fact that I'm in pain or whether it really does like reduce my symptoms. But I do, I really do think there's something in that. And so it really is just all about knowing I'm going to feel better. So it feels worthwhile to me. But I, I, but then I also, I'm very conscious that it's easy for me to say that when, when it's something that comes naturally to me, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas I can, it might be, more than overwhelming for someone who is already in pain to have to think about doing something like that so I just want to say that it's not I understand that it's not that easy for everyone definitely no that's important to recognize and I what I hear you saying and what I'm thinking of is like the placebo effect in a way Mm -hmm. that I almost feel like if there's some ritual whether it be you getting dressed um you know to your best self your most authentic self or whether you put like I don't know if you're like me and you put crystals in your pocket before work like whatever your ritual (laughs) is to have a good day if it works for you it works for you you know Mm -hmm. so yeah uh, that's so sweet what crystals do you like to use so I actually just went like yesterday to a shop and I got 
I, I love clear quartz, which I know is so it's pretty basic. Like if, if you're listening, you're super into crystals. I'm sorry, I've got cooler ones, but I'm on a clear <laughs> quartz train right now. And I got one with like this gorgeous wall inside of it, um, meaning like it has like almost like a smoky textured layer inside of it. So mm-hmm. that fascinates the nerd inside of me because I'm like, oh, those are air bubbles from thousands of years ago. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and they're in there and oh my gosh, and now I'm holding it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I just feel like it just makes me happy. It feels like a nice thing to just have in my pocket at work. If I feel stressed out, mm-hmm. I can touch that and like, it's smooth, it's nice, you know. Um, so yeah, um, that's my Christmas. I love trip. that. Thank you. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I definitely like that whole placebo effect and whether or not, you mm-hmm. know, there is any science behind uh, me, you know, holding a crystal, which I do know there is because I nerded out. But if, <laughs> but whatever it may be, you don't need to have this whole scientific background. If it makes you feel good and it's not hurting other yeah. people, then do you, you know? Mm-hmm. Completely. Mm-hmm. And okay, so I'm going to move on with another question here I've got, which is, um, what is a small change someone like me could make towards introducing a new style of clothing into my life? Because like I said, I am a thrift store baby, I call myself, like ever since I was a kid, I've just loved thrift stores and I have a really eclectic closet at the moment. And Mm. what you were describing earlier, like opening it and having an overwhelming experience that's how I feel and um <laughs> I don't know if in the UK was there ever the kids show called Zaboomafu no dang okay well U.S. listeners if you watch Zaboomafu growing up you know that there's a part where it's a kids show and there's a part where these two guys open a closet every episode of like outdoor stuff like skis and like kayaks mm-hmm. and everything just always falls out on them and it's just this comical moment that's how I feel about my closet right now so um, yeah it's like a zaboom of a moment I open it and I'm like <laughs> oh my gosh just so yeah what are some tips for someone like me oh I mean I, that sounds really fun and there's something about um thrift shopping that those clothes have so much more meaning so if you're if you're gonna have a closet full of anything I would say make it vintage clothing because it's it's far better for the planet and for everyone um, than fast fashion. Um, And all those, you know, all those pieces have stories and they were beloved by someone before. And I love that. I love all of that. Um, So yeah, I back that. (laughs) But um, if you're overwhelmed by it, um, I guess, guess, I guess organizing it one is a great, is a great point. So tops bottoms jumpers type thing and just or by color either one and try and keep on top of that organization um but I think the most important thing in terms of introducing a new style into your life is think about who you want to be think about what you want to be doing where you're trying to get to and then just think about what that person would wear so a really a, like a, a kind of literal example of this is if you want to be working out a lot in the morning put on workout clothes and if I've been sat in a sports bra all day 
it's basically impossible for me to not work out because I'm like <laughs> gotta make this <laughs> gotta make this sports bar restriction worthwhile and get a workout <laughs> in so um yeah that's more of, of like a like a more of a literal thing but um yeah just think maybe just like get your journal out envision who you want to be and think about what that person wears so if you if you want to do well in your career you'd probably be wearing really nice blazers and loafers and things like that or if you want to be um more feminine and you want to kind of like bring out your feminine energy and be softer you might wear kind of like long soft dresses so yeah I think um I think that would be really fun I love that there's this concept I've been thinking of a lot lately where you know it's just this concept of permission and like giving yourself permission Mm. to play and I almost think of style and fashion as like a dress-up box for adults and like we have this extraordinary experience of being able to switch it up at any time basically you know Mm -hmm. and um it can be something as simple as just you know pairing two different items together and just allowing yourself to feel the way you want to feel in that and like the other thing too that I love is in this day and age we're seeing so much more like expression for people who don't really fit into any gender binary Mm -hmm. and they're expressing themselves so beautifully so and yeah yeah I just I love to see people utilize style as a tool to like show Mm -hmm. us who they are at this moment at this time me too and you don't on that point like you you don't owe being a certain way to anyone like Mm -hmm. you don't have to think it's like really easy if you're in a if you're in a relationship particularly if like that person appreciates the way you look in a certain way um so I just think yeah we're not just because you've had a certain style in the past it doesn't mean you have to stay that way for the rest of your life if you're if you're feeling called to change your style you should do it because it will just it will help you embody whatever your your next feeling um and yeah I think that's yeah I think I agree with you I think it's really beautiful especially now just to see how everything's becoming more fluid and I frequently have like one of my friends is a male but he frequently sends me like links of girls clothes because like it just it just doesn't matter anymore it's really fun I love it yeah I love switching up I speaking of my thrift store finds I have a Mm -hmm. jacket I found with a bunch of cows on it on a field it's like (laughs) knitted (laughs) maybe sometime I'll post it on our story yes but I know that I look like an older man wearing this jacket but but I love it like sometimes I just want to be in that vibe so yeah sometimes I'll wear it to work and I'm just like all right here I am feeling goofy this is how I want to present myself I love it I love it it's so fun it's so fun and I think that's um, another really fun thing about vintage shopping is you just you you buy things at thrift stores because you love them Mm. as not because you like have seen someone else wearing them because more often than not you've never seen anyone else wearing it it's because it it fits you well or it makes you feel a certain way it's so fun Mm -hmm. definitely let's say I'm thinking about who I want to become like what tools are there 
that I should utilize. Nice. Um, yeah, I think there's, there's lots that you can do to kind of draw inspiration or, um, help you manage it. So number one is Pinterest. I don't know. Do you have Pinterest? Oh yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I have all my dream tattoos in a folder. It's great. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Um, so Pinterest is like probably my number one used social network. I don't even know for sure if it is a social network because I don't talk to anyone on it, but it's definitely one of the most used apps on my phone. I love it. Um, for all sorts of things other than just fashion, but there are a lot of, um, personal style things on there so what I would recommend if you're kind of thinking about switching up or you're just thinking about trying to like put more energy into it every day is create like two boards about style on Pinterest and have one to be who you envision yourself to be who you want to become so the kind of style that you're trying to cultivate and kind of use that board for that And then um, it's also good to reference that at big sale periods. So at like Black Friday or um, post-summer sales, go to that board and just prep yourself before shopping so you don't end up going rogue and buying loads of stuff that you think isn't really in line with what you want your style to be. Um, And then the other board, this is probably the more helpful one, is to have people wearing outfits made of clothes you already have and then Mm. on mornings when you're lacking inspiration you can go on there and be like oh yeah they look great in the white shirt and jeans and I'm feeling that today and that just helps kind of give you that boost um or guidance when again when you're facing that like over when you've opened your your wardrobe and you're feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. I do it literally all the time I just like open everything I'm like I don't know and then I open Pinterest and I'm like oh, I'll wear that and it's um it just takes that kind of thought out of it I guess um and the same goes for the notes on your phone so if you're wearing an outfit and you know you feel good in it um you can just write down what it is and then again when you're stuck you can just go into your notes and be like oh yeah that's great just anything that um takes the thinking (laughs) out of getting dressed Mm -hmm. um is really good when you're when you're not feeling well um jewelry is normally not uncomfortable but can really just like add some fun so my favorite my absolute favorite thing is big earrings because they don't they literally like don't even touch a part of your body apart from your earlobes but they just they really brighten up your face and if like your hair's not done you've got some nice earrings and it's still I don't know I think they're like a really fun tool but I know like that like rings can be quite difficult with for people with RA and I know that can be like a sensitive so maybe don't invest your money in nice rings yeah. <laughs> if you have RA yeah have you found that I found that to be a thing so mm. like my yeah. right hand like my middle my middle finger on my right hand is very it's been swollen for like a long time it's just kind of been mm. chronically like that and I also have this, these two little nodules, these rheumatoid nodules on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So <laughs> it's I have learned to love this finger, but I've criticized it in the past a lot. But yeah. now what I've done is um, when I want to wear rings like I used to on 
you know, if I want to wear them on that finger, I actually go to this like silver store. So it's in Santa Cruz, um, if you're in California, but you can go in and they have like variety of sizes there. And I found that my middle finger is like a size 12 and the rest of my fingers vary between like a size eight and nine. So I bought one size 12, like kind of could match it with anything silver ring for my middle finger. So when I'm feeling it, I put it on some days I'm not, but yeah. So yeah, there's some workarounds there a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) And that's another empowering thing I think is like accepting so rather than like holding on to old things and trying to be like oh I can wear this again one day maybe you kind of accepted your finger and you're adorning your finger with something beautiful as a kind of yeah acceptance of it and I think that's that's really powerful as well Mm -hmm. I love that and then I was also gonna add too so like because I do have limited mobility in my right arm putting in Mm. earrings are so difficult for me. But one thing that I've found is, well, I found a technique that works for me just using my left hand to put them in. I don't know how I formulated this, but hard to explain on a podcast. But what I'm really (laughs) going after here is that there are really, really cute, like magnetic earrings are making now and clip on earrings. And I mean, it's not just the kind of vintage crazy clip-on earrings you're gonna find mm-hmm. at Goodwill folks like you can actually find some cute ones that are like discreet so um I just feel like you know if you really want to try something new like sometimes you gotta dig a little deeper to find what will work for you but there's usually a solution out there mm-hmm. yeah I've seen that as well um oh, I wish I could remember the brand's name it'd be helpful but um there's a like a lingerie brand based in London oh, yes. and they make like bras that you like front fasten for when you like can't yeah there's definitely lots of accessible clothes people have definitely invented a lot of accessible clothing that's really helpful so have it if it's based on whatever your individual need is definitely have a look for that those kind of solutions Mm-hmm. yeah I yeah. know exactly the brand you're talking about too and the name escapes me right now but yeah. I was so excited because I was like that's amazing because it's almost like a magnetic front and then yes. they make yeah. really cute stylish underwear where it like mm. is magnetic on the side so accessible cute clothing heck yeah all about it yeah um and yeah something else that's really helpful um is matching sets like these are just so a top so the shop has decided what top you should wear with what bottom um and I think they are um an absolute lifesaver when you want to look put together but you don't want to think about it I couldn't I have multiple and I always love wearing them I always feel great when I wear them um so yeah I would definitely say that as well mm-hmm. and um laying out what you want to wear the night before um is the single biggest morning game changer and I think I think to be honest that's helpful for anyone even if you don't uh, if even if you're not sick like just just it's just one less thing to think about in the morning um and just help speeds up that process and makes you feel more accomplished it's just amazing so yeah I literally I lay out everything down to like my knickers <laughs> <laughs> so yes. I don't have to think at all. Um, yeah, 
That's great. And I, yeah. I love that. And also what you mentioned too, like we have quite a few listeners on here who don't have an autoimmune disease and and we love Mm -hmm. that. Like this is, this place is for you. And, you know, it's just so neat too, because like you said, that can be applicable to anyone, everyday people who are going through their own stuff in their own lives. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to add in on that, I think Amy Mm -hmm. worded it so well, but we were talking recently and she was just saying you know being a human being is just hard you know we were talking about like wounded healers and like how we just want that to be able to have reach for everybody you don't have to have an autoimmune disease to be here we we love you and we appreciate that you're listening that you're here yeah yeah Mm -hmm. I love that but Amy you know so hop back on to fashion now that we're we're all feeling lovey. Um, <laughs> I there is a a movie that I used to watch a lot in high school. It's an older film, but it's called um, uh, Clueless. Have you seen this movie? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. love. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when you were mentioning the Pinterest board with outfits you already have, all my brain could see was the Clueless monitor, like her old like nineteen nineties monitor. Yes. She's like matching the shirt and. And it just gave me great excitement. So I was like, oh yeah, like that's a good idea. That's yeah. Fun. Modern love. Share. And I actually I saw that um on TikTok the other day. Mm-hmm. Someone when they were a teenager, they'd like made their own flip book of like they cut the pages in half um like horizontally horizontally and they took a picture of themselves, like a proper old you know an actual photograph and split split it in half in the exact point and then she could flip through this book of all the tops and the bottoms that she had just like just like share but on on a book it was phenomenal I was like that is incredible oh my gosh that is actually amazing (laughs) what a work of art it was it really was it looked amazing um but yeah so yeah there's definitely and that's a really fun way maybe not making your own book but just knowing what you've got is a great way to get a lot of wear out of your clothes as well and trying to wear more of things that are currently underworn but that you like you know like if you have one specific jumper look for that jumper on Pinterest and see what else people are wearing it with um and then you might be inspired to pair it with something that you haven't had before but yeah, use all use all the resources available to you for sure. If it's something that you're interested in, mm-hmm. I love that. And you know, I have to say to our listeners that I kind of got a a look ahead of you guys into some of these answers. And so I will send you this sometime, Amy. But I made a Pinterest board for 2023 oh. on just like yeah. because I really do want to step into like more of style and like really show my authentic self with where I am now and I'm a very much evolving we all are evolving in our own ways but I Mm -hmm. tend to have a self-evolution very quickly (laughs) so right now I'm like all right all right out with this old stuff I'm ready to like feel the way I want to feel this year so I made this Pinterest board and I think one of the best things about it was like not just not just looking at the trends and like ooh, like 
how to be fashionable, not like that. It was like, how do I want to feel? And I thought about the experiences mm-hmm. I want to have this new year in 2023. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I want to go camping more. Like I want to be out camping. And I looked up like literally just like really basic searches. I was like, camping clothes and like but I found some like really cute suggestions on there and like I just pulled those and I put them into this like cute collage template and I just like kept doing that and I was like not only are these outfits that I do want to actually wear but they have an essence of what I want to embody and these experiences I want to open myself up to having this year so yeah that was like It was very exciting to put together. It was so exciting, you guys, that I went to Walgreens to get a picture printed of it. So I I actually have the picture hanging up like next to um, my sink in my bathroom. Amazing. So I look at it every morning and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to feel that way today. Yes. Yeah, I was, I I also have a vision board. Um, it's not not as specific. Mine covers like all sorts of things rather than just style. But I'm convinced, even looking at my Pinterest, I'm convinced that seeing things, it does ingrain it into your subconscious. Like I'll find that I buy something thinking I was making an independent choice about it. And then I'll look back on my Pinterest and I'll see that it was or something similar was on my Pinterest so it's not I wasn't like it really does it does it just trains your brain and ingrain Janessa you know more about neuroscience than I do (laughs) but like it really does it really does bird itself into your brain without you realizing and you're you're way more likely to embody that person if you're seeing that every day Mm -hmm. totally yeah if you can utilize whatever tools are like you said are available to you so actually envisioning the feeling of wearing that even before you have it I think that's like Mm -hmm. something that's so important is it goes back to giving yourself permission if you can give yourself permission to see yourself in this outfit and have the experiences you want to have in that outfit before you even own those items like Mm -hmm. that is amazing that means you're prepping your body you're prepping your brain for the experiences that you will have when you start acquiring those things. Cause you know, mm-hmm. maybe it's something you want to save up for. Maybe you can't afford it right now, but you can sure as heck feel and start that feeling within you of how you're going to feel when you do obtain that. Yeah. And that, that will seep into all the other choices you make as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Definitely. Wow. Yeah. Um, so Janessa, I am intrigued as to what else is on that board and who you're trying to embody. Yeah. So um I'm I'm actually looking at my phone right now because it's my background. So I can oh. actually talk to you and and look at it. But um I am going for lighter colors this year. I have always been drawn to wearing the color black. Like that's just been my go-to color. Um, But what I've started to realize is that I associated the color black with hiding my curves in the past. Mm. Um, I found that it was a color that when I wasn't as comfortable in my body, it kind of concealed areas that I was insecure about. And I've kind of 
habits stacked on that in a negative way. So I've just kept buying clothes that are darker. And I'm really, I'm really stepping into a time in my life where I just have this really renewed appreciation for my body and what it does. And that might sound silly because, you know, I have an autoimmune disease, but there are a lot of things that are right with my body. And I'm trying to really practice the gratitude around that. Um, like my toes, mm. you know, while I have RA, they're still there. They're still doing their job. And, you know, you know, there's other parts of me that are not affected by anything. My ears are wonderful. I hear fantastically. And mm-hmm. I like the way they're shaped. That's awesome, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just finding those little parts of me that, I love and I want to accentuate and so yeah I'm moving out of the dark clothing phase of my life and I'm starting to acquire and working on acquiring really good quality clothing that is more light like I really just love this like not necessarily white but like a beige like a nice beige Mm -hmm. color and there's a certain fabric I love too and it's I don't know what it is because I'm not a, I'm not as stylish, but it's it's not cotton, and it's just like really flowy, and it just reminds me of like someone going on like a really hippie retreat or something. So it's just if you can picture whatever that material is, <laughs> that's what I want in my life. So that, and then um, I also really would like to get a pair of jeans that I love. I mm-hmm. own Ugh. quite a few pair of jeans, but like they are more just like jeans that I bought because I was like so excited they fit me, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so mm-hmm. hard to find good fitting jeans. So it wasn't that I necessarily liked the way they looked. It's just like, ah, oh, refreshing. These jeans that fit over my hips, like buy them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I want to get a good pair of jeans that I actually yeah. love that I really like my butt in this year. Jeans are so hard. I don't understand how something so popular with like such widespread appeal can not fit. <laughs> like I think I think I have one genuinely I think I have one pair of jeans that I actually feel comfortable wearing like all day. Apart from that, they all dig in somewhere or too tight somewhere and too loose somewhere else like they're such a they're so unforgiving like how did they grow I guess they're not they're not unforgiving for men I guess I was just gonna say like how did they grow in popularity so much but it will be because they fit men probably but for a woman oh my god hopeless yeah hopeless (laughs) yes yeah it's a yeah, that's what's on my board. And the other thing I wanted to point out that you said that's really coming to mind right now is the like keeping things around that no longer fit you. And mm-hmm. I think that for some people that can be motivating to have one thing and it's like someday, you know, I'm working towards fitting back in this. But I also hear what you're saying because I think it's so transferable to everything else in life. Like sometimes out of habit, we hold on to our past selves and we can do that through things. And one of the things that I've done that with for sure is clothing. Like I've had a pair of hiking, like vintage shorts that fit me in college and I looked amazing in them and they haven't fit me since college. Like I've been trying, they're not fitting. And I've come to this like realization, like really with this new year that it's okay that they don't fit me. Like, it's okay that I'm not going to go back to the same body shape and body type I was in Mm -hmm. college. 
like if that doesn't happen for me that's okay like and the best part about releasing those parts of yourself that you're holding on to is that while it can be a little scary to like give that away and be like oh my god like (laughs) I'm sorry I loved you but like someone else is gonna love that you know someone else is gonna find Mm -hmm. that that's gonna be a gem for them and suit them for where they're at or, you know, it will get recycled and become something else. So, you know, it's just like <laughs> kind of a rebirth of just giving away things that lock you into your old habits and your old self. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so powerful. So powerful. And, and extremely hard to do, but massively freeing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think to go kind of back to what I mentioned at the beginning of this episode fashion is really fun clear like you can tell I clearly love it um but thing when we get on to the topic of like sizing and things that don't fit you anymore and all of that sort of thing it it's not important it's yeah. not it, like it's not like I I it isn't like it is important to me and that I enjoy it and it brings me joy but you you, I don't want anyone to be listening to this and be like, oh God, I should be more stylish. I should care about what I wear. Or like, <laughs> if that's <laughs> if that's not your vibe, then that is, I have a deep, deep respect for that. I mm-hmm. Arguably, I have a higher respect for someone who doesn't care at all than someone who puts effort in. Because I'm like, that's incredible that you're n- mm-hmm. not attached to the way you're presenting yourself like I think that's awesome as well so yeah I just wanted to say that mm-hmm. that don't, I don't want anyone I don't want anyone to feel negatively after hearing us talk about this totally. because everyone everyone is genuinely everyone is beautiful and no matter how you're presenting yourself in the world you're adding an immense amount of value it's mm-hmm. not it's not about your appearance or what you are it's about who you are Absolutely. And that I 100% agree with Amy. And I feel like she's talking to my soul right now because I'm in pajamas. It is nighttime in the US. My hair is in a very sloppy bun. So no. I just, yeah, I felt very, I feel the value in that big time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Definitely. Uh, well, cool. Amy, thanks so much. This is an episode that I selfishly wanted recorded because I was like, I need these <laughs> tips. So, so I'm really grateful. Amy was like, okay, I'll I'll do my best at this, and I think it's a pretty darn good episode. And I think we just really touched up the key topics here that it's really about how, like how you want to live your life, and just yeah. like anything else in the world, it's gonna be different for you than it is for other people. So whatever mm-hmm. resonates with you, whatever allows you to express your most authentic self, mm-hmm. you do you. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> exactly that, exactly that. And um, if anyone listening, if I can help anyone else, let me know. I don't, I don't know how I would help you. <laughs> if, there's any, if there's anything, if there's anything more, um, you can always reach out to me. Yes, yeah, send Amy and yeah, flip books, please. yes oh my god please I want to see I want to see um yeah and uh thank you for giving me this opportunity to um act like I know what I'm talking about for (laughs) an hour so it's so it's a fun way to start the day (laughs) yes
Oh, well, I love it. It sounds to me like you know what you're talking about, so I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, thank you everyone so much for being here. We really appreciate you, and we're so glad that so many of you have actually reached out to us too recently. So mm. like Amy just said, reach out to her with any style questions or any questions you have about this episode, and feel free to reach out to us at the Wounded Healers podcast as well. Yeah, um, so true. And um yeah, we will see you again in two weeks. In the meantime, remember to put the light in. Bye. Bye.